Good morning, everybody. Hope everybody is well. Happy Monday. Hope everyone's doing great. Back in our studios. I hope everybody can hear me well and see me okay. It is so good to be back. I want to give a special shout out to Guy Orman for coming over and making this happen. We are mid-September. We are in the unique period of time in the Jewish calendar called the Aseret Yimei Tshuva, Aseret Yimei Tshuva. It's a period of time of greater reflection, greater understanding. Where we started talking last week was this idea of energy. Energy is critical. Um, it's an intangible that I think we, we easily dismiss because we can't really measure it. We can't really touch it. We, can't, we don't really know what it is. We're very good at that. We're very good at dismissing things that we can't measure, that we can't get our hands on. But if you study enough success, you'll see that there's an intangible that really is the difference between people that are successful or not. It's usually in the intangibles. Usually the kids that have the exact same, you know, socioeconomic status and do pretty much the same on tests. Like they have very different lives. They have very different lives. It's these intangibles that matter. These intangibles that over the course of time really impact you. One of the intangibles that we're dealing with right now is the intangibles of energy. Energy allows you to, to be more than you are. It takes your, it takes what you have and it grows it. And the energy that I'm talking about really isn't, um, well, really is, I think in English, the best way to use the word, it's, it's really empowerment. You know, in Hebrew, there's a word called simcha, which in English we translate as happiness. But happiness is a hard word because happiness sort of seems to feel like we feel good. People are happy when they're like chilling out on a boat. That's not really happiness in the Jewish sense. You can chill out on a boat and, you know, God bless you. That's not really what it's about. It's my opinion. It's more of an empowerment. Empowerment means that you are generating your power. You are generating your energy. And so even if someone's in a challenge, they figured out how within the challenge to generate energy. And by being able to generate some level of empowerment or energy always, in times of challenge, it pushes you through it. And in times of ease or times of, of, of high moments, you, you're flying, right? This is the famous adage from the great Rabbi, Rabbi Nachman from Breslov, who says it is a great mitzvah to be always happy. I don't think Rabbi Nachman meant that you always should be like living like Bob Marley, don't worry, be happy. I don't think the Rabbi Nachman was like quoting Bob Marley. Like, I don't think he was thinking of, like, you know, the beach and chilling out and singing, like, don't worry. I don't think that's what he was. I don't think that's how he saw the world. The way he saw the world was, no, there's, a gen, there's an energy. And you got to take it out. And you take it out by being empowered. And you're empowered through your mindset. So let's delve a little bit into this and understand that a drop. And then hopefully we can re really apply it into our lives. And we've done this a little bit last year. 
but let's 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 just delve back. The energy that we have stems not from its its existence, right? Because it exists. We have enough energy. Like no one should be like, oh wow. There are some people that have it easier, and there are some people that, you know, have everything easier. So forget that. But it's not like you don't have enough energy. It's not like you. It's not like you weren't blessed with enough. You have all the energy you need in your life. You're a soul. A soul comes from the divine energy. Like you're 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 a nuclear power plant. Like literally, you're a nuclear power plant. Like the energy that you have inside you is enough to get you through everything so there's no concept of i'm not enough like that whole world of some people can get up in the morning and i can't some people could um somehow bounce back and i don't that's all conditioning right that's that's not you that's that's your brain that's conditioning so like when you're a kid and like maybe the, the family that you were exposed to, right? They all gave up. So you got used to giving up, right? Maybe the person that you grew up with or whatever complained. And so you get used to complain, right? Maybe when you were a kid and you gave up and you got, you got out of it. Like you're, you're, there's a concept called nurture, right? And so you lived your life. And when you lived your life, you learned things. And one of the things that you learned was potentially giving up or disempowering yourself. It happens. They did, I, saw, I saw a great study about um, kids in terms of how old they are in school and how those first class years of the classroom shape them. You see some kids and like they're like old, the oldest and like they're shaped differently from their young classroom experiences because they were a year older than the little kid. And there's some people that are the littlest. It shapes them. Had they held back one year, had they, the cutoff is in October, had they been born in November and they would have been the oldest kid of the younger grade, they may have a whole different way of seeing the world. Because in those formative years, they weren't the little one trying to defend themselves. They were the big one. Do you see how this works? I was talking to a good friend of mine yesterday about the research that was done about younger kids and older kids, right? I don't know if you see this research. Adam Grant wrote, wrote about it in his book. I think it was, I think the book was Originals. I think it was Originals. I think so. It was, it's an Adam Grant. It's Adam Grant. I'm almost positive. He writes about how, he writes about how, you know, youngest children in a family are more likely to be entrepreneurs or more likely to start businesses in sports. They're more likely to take risks like stealing bases and diving for balls. And the oldest ones are much more likely to take professions that are much more sort of established. They become lawyers more, they become doctors more. Um, even in sports, they play much different roles, right? So like you can see like the youngest kid is like the punt returner, which is a high risk proposition. And like the oldest kids, the quarterback, like you see this a lot, that the nurture of where the kids placed in the family will impact how they see the world. Young kids are constantly trying to fend for themselves in their own families. They're always taking risks. They, if they don't take risks when they're three, they don't get any toys because their mom and dad are like doing their own thing. Like they're getting beaten up in the living room. Like and no one's around to protect them. 
right? And they're they're four. So they got to learn really early to start defending themselves or else they get nothing, right? All these kids get to, you know, grow up in the morning, you know, grow, grow up for the first few years in their lives. And then they get like, they get like carried around. You know what I'm saying? Like their older brothers and sisters is mom and dad who are normal adults. It's a whole nother way of seeing the world. So you have to understand that wherever you feel about what your energy levels are, it's largely nurture. And you got to get that. Like you got to get that. Because the minute you say it's not me, you're, you, you lose. You have no idea who you are. I have no idea who I am. We have no idea who we are. Because we, first of all, I haven't done living, thank God. Hopefully it will continue until 120. But a lot of what we are is what we learned. Not who we are. A lot of what we are is what we've been conditioned on. So it applies for information, which is why maybe we lean politically in one way or religiously in one way. Well, it's our environment. But here, it's even more important. Because this is even accessing our own power. I mean, this is even accessing the essence of who we are, which is our soul. So our ability or inability to access our own power really is conditioning. We have either been conditioned to access or not access. And of course, there's a continuum. So there are people out there that are, they're always empowered. Always. Always. We know them. You know them. They're the most resilient people that we know. They never go down. They're always positive. I know people like this. Like, I don't know. My grandparents were like this. They survived the Holocaust. They went through a lot. You see them at the end of their lives, man. They were unbelievable. Unbelievable. I know entrepreneurs like this. Really. They get rocked. Start companies, they get rocked. People don't believe in them. They don't have enough money to pay bills. They have to fire people because they don't have enough money. People don't like their product. They try to get it for free. They're always rocking. They're always rocking. I know parents like this, difficult children, difficult circumstances. Maybe the, the livelihood isn't so forthcoming. They don't have enough money. They're always positive. I don't mean they're always like dancing and singing. I don't mean they don't have bad days. I don't mean that they don't wake up sometimes in the morning and they're nervous. I mean that they're empowered. They're empowered. Understand what that means to be empowered? It means that they bring their power to their circumstance, whether they're smiling or they're focused, whether they're, you know, dancing to the music or they're staying focused on what's in front of them. It don't matter. Energy. They are, if you can almost like, if you have like energy goggles on, if you're like, if you've got like night vision on, you can almost like see energy coming out of them into their challenge. They walk into a room and they, you can almost feel the energy coming from them to everyone around them. You know, people like this. I do. Their presence makes everybody more empowered. And when they get hit and knocked down, somehow they end up on their feet. They're like cat. They end up on their feet, pick up their backs, 
They keep on pushing. Tens. And there are ones. Someone looks in the wrong way on the way to work and they're blown. Really, they're blown. The whole day is on the phone with some friend talking about this person and how they looked at them the wrong way. It's all blown. Everything is a complaint. Everything is some blame. Everyone is always somehow not. Supermarket's too full. There's too much traffic. It took too long to get into the office. Things are too slow. Things are too fast. The whole world is always conspiring against them. Always. And there's always a problem. And when you say how things are going, if you can get a, I'm surviving, that's like, that's like the top of, that's like, I'm doing great. Then I'm surviving because they don't see the world past that. The world is just negative or absence of negative. One. 10, one. And we have to find where we are. That was your homework. Where are you on that continuum? Where are you on the energy level? I don't mean smiley happiness. I want to create that distinction. That's important. That's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about energy. There are some really empowered people that smile and not as much as others. And there's some really disempowered people that are always smiling. They just have to be high half the time, but that's a different story. But they're always smiling, right? They just gave up. So yeah, the kids are just, I don't know, whatever, whatever, let them be. Let them be, which is okay sometimes, but not in other times. Yeah, it's easy to say, let them be. But someone's got to take care of the kids. No, someone's got to raise some children. What's the difference? How do you find it? All right, so let's, let's start doing this. If you don't understand that you can change, we're not, whatever we do next isn't going to matter, right? If you don't understand that whatever level you're on, you can go up in, in, in incredibly. Like if you don't fully appreciate that, like if you, if you don't let this settle into your heart right now, that whatever number I'm in right now, like A, to be honest with ourselves, right? Someone who's, you know, Mr. Downer, who thinks like he sees the world positively. It's hard to move off that. You have to be honest with yourself. That's why part of the exercise over the weekend was to have you ask other people. That'd be powerful. There's a lot of managers out there that if you actually did a 180 review on their departments, they wouldn't, they would realize how terrible they are as managers. There are some real man, I've met them. I've met a whole bunch of them. Managers out there that are managing people who think they're amazing and they're terrible. They just live in an egocentric world. So everything that they think is must be reality, but they're terrible. Once you're able to do an honest assessment or some level of an honest assessment, and by the way, it doesn't have to be done once, just always be thinking it. Track yourself. Try this just for the next few days. Tim Kipper coming up. Tim Kipper is the day where we take stock. Tim Kipper is the day where we do... We do chuva, we, we, we return to who we are. When you're going through your day, 
being conscious of how you react to circumstances. Be conscious of your, if you can almost picture it. And I, I, I want you to start to get sensitive to this because this is where the growth is going to take place. Be sensitive to your energy level. Be sensitive to your empowerment level. Pick a number that you think is an accurate number of your energy, but, but be mindful of it throughout the day. Don't obsess over it, but be mindful of it. So if you wake up in the morning and you feel like you're a six and you're excited for the day, that's great. But if you wake up in the morning and then you're a two, be mindful that on this day, I was a six and this day, I was a two. If you get through your day and someone says something or does something or doesn't say something or doesn't do something, or it's Monday or it's Friday, get conscious as to what's happening to your energy levels and what is out there that impacts them, what is out there that diminishes them, what is out there that that brings them down and what's out there that brings them up. Because unless you get to know yourself, it's going to be really hard for you to know how to manipulate your energy properly. Like, remember, like we spoke about the brain, how like we're like so enamored with our own brain until you learn neuroplasticity and you're like, listen, it's, it's, it's powerful, but it doesn't own me. Like my brain is just the collection of thought and the reinforcement of thought. It's the most powerful supercomputer in the history of the world. And there's parts of it that I'll never know. But once you demystify a little bit, wait, that means I could change my brain? Yeah, you can change your, it means you can't change it completely. doesn't mean you can go change it tomorrow. You can impact your own mind. Once you realize that you're in control, changes the game a little bit. Once you start to see your energy level, as something that you can control. Now we're, now we're in a different game. Now life is a little different. Life isn't navigating the, 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 the cards that was dealt to me. Life is also trying to trade in for new cards. And if I can change my energy levels, that means if I can actually go from being a consistent five to a consistent seven, I don't think it got to be a 10. If I can take my empowerment level from a five to a seven and then multiply that over five years, do you have any idea what the impact that's going to be on your life, on your family, on your friends, on your future, on your bank account? Are you crazy? If I could take the seven that I am or the five that I am or the eight that I am and know when my, 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 my pitfalls are, Know the potholes in the road and think about how to strategize so that I don't hit the pothole and dip and then save 30% of my week of dips. Do you know know how big that is over the course of the rest of your life? This is work. Like we're doing work here. This isn't like rah, rah, rah. Yes, you can. Forget that. We don't show up every single day just to do that. We're, we're here every day doing this because this is how we build. We're, we're building a foundation that is hopefully, with God's help, something that 
we can rely on for years. We're building a home that the, the building needs to be strong and it takes time to build it. Today, think about your energy. Try, it doesn't matter if you're wrong, but just try to think about what, where you would put yourself. Where other people would put you. Think through your day when you get hit and you drop. What caused that? Think about the times of the day where you pop. What caused that? Start to see the invisible now. Let's start to see things that were otherwise invisible to us, which is our energy levels, our empowerment levels. Okay. Have an amazing day. We'll continue on with God's help. Keep on building this together. Have a great day with God's help. I cannot wait to see you again tomorrow. Have a great day.